It's time now for the award-winning number one local talk show in Northeast Pennsylvania, The Sam LaSant Show. Now here's your host, Sam LaSant. Welcome to The Sam LaSant Show, folks. Great show for you today, yes. Um, so you have some money, or you want to invest. You wanna make sure that you're gonna get the proper return. This show is gonna give you a great education. My guest today is Don Gallade. He is CEO of GFS Financial Advisors since 1987. Now you're gonna learn some things today which I learned prior to taping the show. Don, nice to see you. Thanks, thanks for having me on. I can't believe you've been around since 1987. This I know, is, uh, well you're around longer than me. Yes but, I am, uh, yeah, couple, we, couple we started Night, yeah, a couple of years, and I'm only 47. That's it's, right. It's That's right. I'm catching up to you. What makes Don Gallade, GFS Financial Advisors, phone nerves on the screen, my friends, different? Well, you know, you know, Sam, there, there's, there's tons of people that do what I do, um, and I'm not going to talk about my competition, you know, negatively. Um, but everybody who calls themselves a financial advisor is literally not always an advisor by legal standings. For example, some people sell just stocks. Some people sell just annuities. Some people do just CDs. And for those things, you need different licenses. And not many people have all of the licenses. So, you know, there's a guy that might just sell only annuities. And annuities are awesome for a specific need. And then there's a guy that might only sell stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and they're fantastic. But the problem is people use the product as to what they should be invested in rather than having a plan. For example, you know, if you're a young guy, you could afford to take more risk. You can have more money in stocks and things that are more risky. If you're older, you should be taking gradually less risk. But the problem is, like recently when the market has done, well, it hasn't done much of anything recently, but people have a tendency to do the opposite. They buy high and they sell low instead of the opposite. They, they move their money around trying to time the market. And, and that's very, very bad. But most importantly is you have to know what you have. Many people don't even know what they have. They say, what's in your portfolio? I don't know, my guy just gives me this, this, and this. And then as soon as the market tanks, they say, listen, I want to pull out. And then as soon as the market's on, on fire and, and they say they want zero risk, they're like, well, I want to buy in. So sadly, not many people have an actual plan for what they want to do. They just randomly buy products. And it's, it's really self-defeating because if you have an actual plan, you got a little bit of everything. And then you're balanced, truly balanced. Now, you don't have a thousand different investments. You have some that are risky, some that are in the middle of the road, and some that have zero risk. That's balanced. How would I know if I have $50,000 or 100000 or 10000 or 5000 uh, that I'd like to invest in? How do I know which area to go in? That's a great question. And, you know, I wish everybody asked that question. I have, as many people who do what I do have, very sophisticated software. And, and legally now, people in my profession are required 
to prove that they've asked these questions to do what's called, uh, it's feasible for you, it's suitable for you. So we're gonna sit down, and much like when you, know, like you had doctors on before, you know, when a doc you go into a doctor's office, they don't just say, here's a pill, Sam, see ya. They say, you know, tell me about your history. Tell me what, what you know, what, 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 how old are your parents? What are they doctoring for? They, they wanna know your medical history. They want triage, okay. So we must do the same thing in my industry. I need to know what your goals are. Now, everybody says the same thing. I wanna make money and not have any risk. Well, yeah, and everybody wants a Cadillac, all right? You, you, it doesn't happen that way. But there's a very sophisticated piece of software that very simply we fill out, it asks questions. And it comes up with a score, all right? And not to belabor this, but let's just say the score goes from zero to 100 and your score is a 50. Right? That is indicative of your goals, your, your, your risk tolerance, what you expect your plan to do. So then we match that score with investments that are of the same score. So if your score is a zero, I'm not going to put you in something that has a, a score of 100 and vice versa. Now, if you stay in the buckets that match your score, you won't be hurt. Now, I can't say you'll never lose money. But if you say, I don't want to lose money at all, ever, well then, that's a very low score. We put you in buckets that you can never, ever, ever lose money. Now, if you say, hey, I'm not making any money, the market's on fire, I want to, do, I want to change that, you're going against medical advice here. You're, you're pulling your money out of the plan, and that's when you get burned. Likewise, people will buy a product, as we talked about earlier, rather than having the whole plan, They'll say, for an example, an annuity. An annuity can be an amazing tool. Sadly, people sell them. They say, you should just put all your money into an annuity. That's madness. All right, you should have some money in an annuity if you have a goal that says, I want income in the future with no risk. But should you have money in risky stocks? That's fine, as long as you're not going to spend that money for a longer period of time. So as long as you match your goals with the product, you won't get burned. At least you won't sleep because, you know, if the market tanks and you say, well, I know this money is going to be losing money, but that's, I'm not going to spend that until 20 years from now, that's fine. But the money you need tomorrow, that's safe. That's in a CD. That's in a money market account. And most stockbrokers and most financial advisors don't talk about the fixed interest products and, dare I say, there's not a lot of commission involved in that. People don't talk about moving you from uh, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds prior to the crash when we can see it coming. For example, you're supposed to buy low and sell high. Buy, yeah, sell high, yeah. Nobody does that. Well, sadly, people don't sell when they should because of greed. Take your money and get off. If you went to Atlantic City, and I don't condone going to Atlantic City. If you went to Atlantic City, you threw a thousand bucks in a slot machine, five thousand comes out, what would you do? Well, what I would do, I'd take my thousand that I invested, okay? Right. And maybe uh, another thousand and play with the other one. Correct. Yeah. But yet, if you had a thousand dollars in the stock market and accrued to five thousand and the market is sending signals yeah. saying it's going to crash, what do you do? Yeah, keep it there. Because, and you're, you're exactly right. Now, the market crashes, your 5,000 goes to 1,000, you're panicking, you're freaking out, what do you do? You sell, I guess. That's what most people do. Yeah. Why not treat your 
risk just like you would at Atlantic City. You know, why not keep your safe money safe and your risky money risky and plan with, a, with, with what you have rather than just willy-nilly moving products. Give me an example of your typical client. Okay. T typical client for me, okay, is somebody who's 48 to 75. They're approaching retirement, they're really close to retirement, or they're in retirement. That's, that's the people that, that I've just gravitated to, all right? And typical client might have a 401k with $75,000 in it. Um, their house might be almost paid off, and their wife probably has a job where they have similar money, all right? And the typical client throws the money in the 401k and forgets about it. They don't have reviews with the people from the 401k plan on a regular basis, so they don't reallocate. The key to success is reallocation. If I have you in something today that is on fire and it made a ton of money, for example, the acronym FANG, Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, it drove the market to where it was years prior. Well, now FANG isn't doing so hot. Well, just because you like those stocks, people get emotional to the stocks they have. Just because you like them doesn't necessarily mean you should keep them. So if you put money in there and it made a ton of money, Atlantic City Ferry, take your winnings. Reallocate. Okay? If you're losing money, well, last year would be a good example. The market tanks. Well, why not get rid of the bad investments, take the losses, and make out tax-wise because you're writing off on some of the losses. Now, I can't give tax advice, I can't give legal advice. Everything I'm talking about, there are disclaimers on my website. That being said, the key is to not try to time the market and throw a dart at the Wall Street Journal and figure out what you should buy. I don't do stock tips. People say to me, well, what's a good tip? The good tip is don't invest outside of your risk tolerance. If you're terrified of losing risk, don't call me and tell me you want Bitcoin, okay? If, and it happens, you know? People that say, hey, you know what? I got 100 bucks here. What should I do with it? Um, food. That'd probably be a good idea. You know, eggs are, eight, what, six bucks a carton? And, and just quickly, I, I, want, I wanted to start with this, but sadly, I, 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 we got sidetracked. Just last year, the first 10 days of this year, here's your headlines. Amazon's laying off 18,000 people. Goldman Sachs is laying off 4,000 people. Bank of America is predicting negative market returns. Billionaires are warning a hard landing on the economy in 2023, and the Fed continues to curb inflation, which is at a 40-year high. Eggs are up 39%, flour is up 23%, potato chips are five bucks a bag. All right, it's not about making money at this point. It's about keeping some of what you have. If you're nearing retirement, you need to change your goals from growth to conservation. We're not even getting into estate planning on this show because that's a whole other topic. But you can't just keep being in growth mode. All right, do you like roller coasters? Yeah. All right, when you were a kid, you probably went on roller coasters all the time. How many roller coasters were you on last year? None. Exactly. <laughs> Why? 
just, just haven't been on them. Well, you're you're older. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you, you know, your needs change as Absolutely. you get older. So yeah. you can't be 70 years old and investing like you're 20 and then freaking out when the market tanks. Yeah. All right. You need somebody who cares about you as a person and where your money is, not just somebody who's making a commission off you. I have people that I've moved to cash as a stockbroker, as a financial advisor, when you move people to cash, you generally, on my side of the desk, don't make money. But if it proves that they're not going to lose further because that's their goal, you gotta do what's best for the client. Registered investment advisor is somebody who is a, is a firm that has to have a fiduciary responsibility to their client. There are hundreds of thousands of stockbrokers. There are hundreds of thousands of, of insurance folks. Great people, all right? But there's only a very, very, very small amount by probably 10, 15% of those numbers that are fiduciaries that have our registered investment advisor firms. There's a lot more compliance involved. There's a lot more work involved. But guess what? It, it builds the reputation. Is that what you are? That's what my firm is. The firm is a registered investment advisor, not the person. But I have a fiduciary responsibility to a client. That means I have to treat you like you're my dad. Now, you can't be my dad. You're way too young. But I have to treat everybody with yeah. that, with yeah. that kind of responsibility. Stockbrokers necessarily don't have that relationship, nor do insurance people. They can still get in trouble for screwing up, but... The relationship is different and all of that's the disclaimers and it's all on my website as well which everything has to have a disclaimer and a uh, privacy statement mm -hmm. so here's a situation you have a, a person who is retired or someone uh, who has some discretionary money available and as you just said when you look at the headlines and you see what's going on in the country you start getting nervous that you say, oh, am I going to, you know, am I going to lose this? I don't want to do this. So, so let's say, how, how do you determine then? Uh, say, Don, first, I have, I have $25,000, okay, that I could do something with. But I don't want to put this in a situation to where I'm going to really get hurt, okay? Mm -hmm. So, again, I guess, I guess that's when you start doing your evaluation, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, or I say, look, I want no risk, just I want an investment in this 25000 What can you do for okay. it? Well, my first reaction then is, what's your goal for that money? Well, you don't, I don't know. So we have to define that. Yeah. If your goal for that money is, this is my daughter's wedding fund for two years. That goes somewhere. We'll call it a money market or a CD or something very, very, very zero risk and liquid. If your goal for that is... Um, I'm going to give that to my kids when I die, but I'm 50 and I don't plan on dying. Well, that changes things. If your goal for that is that's my trip around the world money and that's going to be 10 years from now. So when you need the money dictates where you should put it. And that is the most important question to ask that nobody does. Yes. Because what your goal for it is determines how much risk you should take based on when you will need it. Now, before we even get to there, I want to know if your house is paid off. I want to know how much debt you have. I want to know things about your, your 401k. I want to know all of this data. Ask me why. Why? I'm glad you asked. Now, the reason why I want to know that is because if you have zero money saved,
If you don't have a 401k, if your house is not paid off and you have credit card debt and three car payments, I'm going to tell you you should take that $25,000, stick it in a savings account, and let's worry about some of this other debt. Let's worry about some of these other issues because that's the person that's going to invest it, lose it, be broke, and now they have no money and still all of the bills and still all of the anxiety, and they're the people that lose it. They're the people that come unglued because the person's like, ooh, he's got 25 grand. Let me just schlep that into an annuity and call it done. No. In that particular situation, that guy should be somewhere totally, totally different than somebody whose house is paid off, has 100 grand in a 401k, doesn't have credit card debt, two cars are paid off, the kids are out of the house, the daughter's already married, now he's at the grandparent stage. Whoa. Now we could build with that money. So until you know all of the parameters, don't go throwing a dart at the Wall Street Journal because you're not ready for it yet. You need to know what the goal is. Now, if you said, I got 25,000, I want 5,000 to go to this goal, 5,000 to go to this goal, 5,000 to go to this goal, that's awesome. We can split it up by goal, by when you're gonna need it. There are some people um, that probably have you know have a lot more than twenty five thousand <clears throat> absolutely they they may have a uh, hundred thousand dollars and they're making a certain percentage from that and they're used to getting that certain percentage but here again to explore and saying you know you know what don i have a hundred thousand dollars in whatever and it's giving me three point five percent a year that's huge uh, okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. three point five percent so can you do better it depends see you don't want to, you, the reason why people in my industry, some have bad reputations or the industry in general, is you know, you're kind of like one notch above a salesman who sells, you know, I'm not going to denigrate anybody, yeah. you're, 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 you're whatever. You're, yeah. So the point is, if you care about the client, you're going to dig deep and figure out, you know, if your goal is I want a, a better rate of return than 3.5%, and my first question is, we do the little test and it says you have a, a 30 on the score, all right? So you're, you're very, very risk adverse. Well, without taking some substantial risk, it's hard to beat that rate right now. I'm gonna tell you that you, you need to leave a B. If you say, ah, I, this is play money. I don't bet on the parties. I don't go to bingo. I don't, I don't really do anything. And if I lose, I'm not really worried about it. Well, yeah. We could probably do better than 3.5% if you're willing to assume the risk. So there's, it's, it's a double-edged sword that must be explored for every single thing you invest in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing because here again, everyone is their own individual. Before I go to break, I'm going to ask you a very important question, mm -hmm. okay? Can we trust you? Of course you can trust me. Number one, I've been around a real long time. Number two, that fiduciary responsibility thing, um, I could get into some hot water if I violate the fiduciary responsibility. And here's the other one. I want to be around for a long period of time in this business, so you don't want to take the chance of uh, bad rep spreads faster than a good rep. Yeah. I asked that question because as people who maybe don't, don't even know you, we're playing the show in the market areas that we're mm -hmm. in. Uh, I want people to know that when you, we have a guest on, they can be trusted. Well, sure. I'm talking to Don Gallade, my friends, who is the CEO of GFS Financial Advisors. 
570-501-1200. Now, the good news is this. Um, well, there's a lot of good news. Uh, at the last Thursday of um, each month, starting January onto February, March, and April, uh, Don will be having a um, sort of a free seminar. And we come back, we're going to talk about what will be discussed there, okay? No uh, hooks and, you know, all the gimmicks. Uh, he is also the author of the best-selling author in God We Trust, The Dollar We Worship. It's an interesting book. You can get it on Amazon. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Sam Sancho, folks. Very informative show today. Where are we going to put your money? How are you going to invest it? Don Gallade, who is the CEO of the GFS Financial Advisors, been in this since 1987, 570-501-1200, uh, giving great information. Uh, and I asked him a question before we went to break. Can you be trusted? And he says, Sam, I've been around for a long time. He's born and raised in this area, has a family and is dedicated to helping you. Now, there's other stuff that I'd like you to talk about okay. before we get into the seminars. Okay. I cannot give tax advice, but I have to know the tax parameters of things that we put clients in. I can't give legal advice, but I have to know the legal parameters of where we put clients' money. And I am not an estate planner, but I have to know about estate planning so I know what I'm gonna put your money in today. Will it have an effect on you passing that money to your kids. So there's a lot involved that we couldn't even cover in the amount of time we have left. But there's, there's a slide that, that we're gonna see, and, and on the left-hand side it says stocks, and on the right-hand side it says cash. And, and that spectrum basically is, is shown that way by color and by risk. In other words, stocks obviously have a riskier component than cash. All right. So when we're building a portfolio for somebody based on the data we already have, we've done the triage, we know what their goals are, we know what their dreams are, we know what their time horizons are, we know what their risk tolerance is. Now we're going to build the portfolio based on this grid. All right. Everything has a mathematical quotient. By the way, people can actually go on my website and play with this software for free. They can actually find out what their uh, uh, their, their risk tolerance is by just going to my website, which wow. is gfs-advisors.com. They could take, they can go on to, it's called the, take the test. My Generational Vault. They click on that and they answer some questions. It'll tell them what their, their risk tolerance is. That's fantastic. Now here's the cool thing. So before somebody comes to meet me, they do that. I know their risk tolerance before we meet. I, then they can then take that data, we can build upon it, they can enter in, it has the same SSL security as the bank software, they can enter in all of that data, they can put their wills, their trusts, everything into it. If their son is in Poughkeepsie, Illinois, and they have a stroke, they give the son the password, he can open up and see what mom and dad have. He can make decisions based on the power of attorney off of everything that was done electronically. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off topic there, yeah. but the key there we're gonna talk about in the seminar, is fixed products. I have tons of clients that have moved money into cash over the past year and a half to two years because they're terrified, as they should be. And they're afraid to go back in, as they should be. So they have this money sitting in cash. Well, they're not even keeping pace with inflation, which we already discussed is pretty bad. But they're not even keeping pace with inflation. The money's sitting there because they're terrified. So bank CDs weren't paying a whole lot. Well, there's a product out there that invests 
in the market, but it's FDIC insured from a bank so that their principal is 100% guaranteed. For example, the minimum is 1000 bucks. the minimum term is a year. You put 1000 bucks into this, if the market does 6%, you made 6% less the fee. And if the market does zero, your 1000 bucks is protected. Now, there's a QR code that you're going to click on that you can see that'll have all of the disclosures, all of the disclaimers, all of the legal and the privacy act that I must say exists. So that, that being said, there's a lot to the product. As simple as it is, we're going to talk about that. Every Thursday of the month for the next five months, we're going to talk about that. The second thing we're going to talk about, which a lot of stockbrokers and financial advisors do not talk about, ask me why. Why? Because they don't make money off them, all right, is physical gold and silver. I love physical gold and silver, all right? There's a lot involved with that. We're going to discuss that. Should you have it? Shouldn't you have it? How much should you have? How do you protect it? We're going to talk a lot about gold and silver and FDIC-insured CDs, which is something everybody is on their mind, everybody wants to talk about, and no financial advisors are bringing this to the table as a part of the portfolio that they need to have. Okay, now... This seminar, you said, is just going to be coffee and soda, no gimmicks or nothing like that. I'm not feeding people and feeding them a steak and then schlepping them into an annuity, okay? If, you want, if you're over age 59, you can probably eat out every single night of the week somewhere. And, and that's not a bad thing. And some of those seminars are very good. There's some very good people. But I'm not going to be schlepping annuities. I'm going to be teaching people some facts, teaching people some actual data. I'm giving you a coffee and maybe a donut, okay? That's it. And then we're going to have a discussion. If you want to have a consultation, the initial consultation is free. You don't want to have a consultation, I made a friend. Call it done. So it's going to be at the Butler Township Recreation. Uh, that's 411 Butler Drive. Now, here's the thing. Uh, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., right? I'm having two events on every day, on every Thursday. Yeah. Um, so some seniors might want to come in the morning, and some adults may who are working may want to come in the afternoon, in the evening. 570-501-1200. Uh, Just say, to, I'm coming to the 10 a.m. I need three yeah, tickets. That's right. So. And um, January 26th, February 23rd, March 30th, and April 27th. It's, it's fascinating because, you know... Um, it's like going to a good doctor. You have mm -hmm. to trust that doctor, good attorney, what a reputation. Finances, you know, is so critical today as you read all this disturbing news like that. Um, so I wish you the best. It's nice awesome. seeing you, okay? And if you didn't get his book, it's a great book. In well, I have, I have this, is, this is the first book. First book is In God We Trust, The Dollar We Worship. What else you have? The second book was called Five Steps, Your Financial uh, Plan to Your Financial Health. My third book I'm working on right now is called Who Woke the Church? So the first one's an international bestseller. We were number one in 11 countries. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, and a uh, side note, uh, Don, uh, nothing to do with this show, but we have an upcoming show coming uh, that I'm excited about. Don spends some time in Jerusalem in the Holy Land with his wife. And... The stories of what he saw amazing. Is, was amazing. It's going to be an interesting show. So if you're interested, my friends, go to the seminars. All the information's there. But go to his website and take that test. I'm interested in that. We'll see you next time.